Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger. Pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter Podcast, peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter to the mighty Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mighty Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the plus-size podcaster, Death Wish Dan, the Neo Ninja, Dan of the people, Dan and a half, Dan and then some, Dan the Lion, Danimal, Danaconda, Dan I Am, Dan himself. The fuck is good, man? As before mentioned, this is the Peanut Butter Tiger. But this episode is a little different. I'm actually dressed nice. I'm wearing a pink shirt right now. A pink button-up. You know, this week I decided I got... You know, when I first moved back to Saskatoon here... Uh started you know being a dad again to my kids i was like yo i'm gonna rock the button-ups you know what i mean so i went out got a bunch of schmedium button-ups um but none of those motherfuckers fit me anymore your boy has gotten thick plus size podcaster thick thick tick tick as teeves man i'm thick bro my schmedium tees i could fucking flex out of them my schmedium button-ups dude barely get over the fucking gut and the guns man it's crazy <laughs> but over the past couple of weeks i've been buying some fucking nice button-ups you know and this week i decided i'm just gonna like comb my hair when i get home put on a button-up and show up to my girl's house and she's like damn you look good i don't even go out of shower i just fucking we're going to brush through my hair, throw on the button up, wash my hands after work. But boom, over there killing it, chilling, dude. And today I decided to wear my salmon color shirt. Um, Me and my homeboy, we used to drive around and anytime, you know, because like pink has come in for dudes. Salmon color has come in for dudes. You know what I mean? Guys wear that shit. Now you're fashionable. You're passionable if you're rocking the salmon color. And uh, me and my homeboy would drive around and anytime we saw somebody with fucking, you know, 
salmon color shorts or salmon color fucking shirt or anything, we'd roll down the window and yell, it's salmon. It's hilarious, dude. Just yelling at people driving by, man. So fucking funny. And then one time we were working and this carpenter showed up and he was wearing a fucking purple shirt. He was wearing a tight purple t-shirt. And my homeboy looks at me and he goes, it's lilac. <laughs> oh my God. So I yell it back to him. We were laughing and, you know, unfortunately the carpenter heard and, um, you know, I, I don't think we had beef with him or whatever, but it, he knew that we were ribbing him about his fucking lilac shirt. That's hilarious, man. But really a fashionable move. Really a fucking fashionable move, if you ask me. A dude wearing chick colors. You know what I mean? Not saying that, you know, colors got to be gendered or whatever before you jump down my throat for being fucking transphobe or trying to fucking whatever. Uh, all I'm saying is for a long time, it was only ladies that wore pink. But now dudes can wear pink, and now I'm wearing pink. So there you go. Brought it all around. Ba-boom. Um, it's middle of the week, Wednesday, dude. I've gotten some fucking great skateboarding in, man. Oh, my God, dude. Fucking sick, man. Love that shit. Got a new deck. Um, I went out. Yo, I decided I'm just not going to do kickflips anymore. So sue me. You know what I mean? I broke my wrist doing a front board. I was trying to do a fucking front board on a full rail. And I break my wrist and I had to rock a fucking cast. Uh, it was salmon color, by the way. That was very fashionable to rock a salmon color cast. But then I thought, I'm not going to do front boards. I'm just going to do backboards. I'm fine with backboards. You know what I mean? And after snapping, I broke a baker. I broke a fucking shorty's muska. I broke a creature deck, and I broke a nine times shop deck, all in a week, all doing flat ground kickflips. And you know what I thought? Fuck it. I'm not going to do fucking kickflips anymore then. That's fine. Sweet baby Jesus obviously oh, doesn't want me to do kickflips. You know what I mean? So now I'm just working on razor sharp heel flips, uh, working on half cab heel flips, and that'll replace it. Maybe I'll do a laser flip instead of a tray flip. Who knows? You know, we're working on it. But uh, you just got to come to grips with these things. And I went out and I got a nice death wish deck. You know what I mean? Got new trucks and everything. I got a fat payday. Went out and fucking got myself a nice new fucking setup. Now I got a spare. Now I got the setup. It's sick. I love it, man. Out there skating every fucking day, man. Great days skating. Um, Yeah, it's awesome, dude. These fucking scooter kids are killing me, though, man. You know, I was skating. Lots of the parks around Saskatoon, it's like, you know, they have two kickers. Like, two, like, five-foot, maybe five to eight-foot banks on each side of the park. And then there's, like, a rail and a box and sometimes a curb uh, in the middle and then another bank. So you can go back and forth and you get yourself a nice little line. You know what I mean? So I'm at the park. I'm fucking shredding her up, having a good time with my fucking death wish. You know what I mean? And uh, this dude pulls up. You know, one guy pulls up with a skateboard. You know, they're in their, like, 20s. They're, like, university students. You know, homeboy pulls up with a skateboard. He's got, like, a bunch of... He's got, like, a pyramid drawn on it and, like, a fucking Zelda logo and shit, man. Who knows what the fuck this guy had on a skateboard. But, you know, he's trying to do some tricks. He's hucking... He's hucking this tray flip right on top of the bank like he's going to land it. But my man was miles away. 
Like, yo, you're not gonna land that on flat ground. Try landing that on flat ground first before you start hucking your tray flip around, dude. It was egregious. It was nuts. And then his homie pulls out a fucking scooter. But it was super wide. My man's scooter was super wide and he had fucking, he had grizzly grip tape on his fucking scooter. Like actual grizzly grip tape on his scooter. So instantly I'm mad. That's not what Tory Pudwell made that fucking grip tape for. He didn't make it for fucking scooters, bro. Take that shit off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get mad at kids. I don't get mad at kids on scooters. I don't care. Like, if you're fucking between the ages of, like, three and, you know, 16, be on a scooter. That's fucking fine. That's fine, dude. Do it. If that's what you want to do, fucking do it, man. That's fine. I can see the appeal because scooters are way easier than skateboards. You know what I mean? Skateboards, you ain't got no handles to hold on to. You're just ripping yourself, man. You know what I mean? It's fucking awesome. Um, but if you're like, these guys are like university students. My man has a skateboard, that's fine. And then the other dude fucking rocking the scooter with the grizzly grip tape. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And dude, I was coming around this fucking, I was coming off the bank, you know, ripping around to get good speed to go do a nose slide to do my fucking back nose. And my man popped off the rail and fucking slammed right into me, dude. I fucking, yo, man. I was just setting up. I was like bending down low to set him up. And he just comes flying off the rail and just, boom, we fucking smoke into each other. And I'm unfazed. I'm 200 and fucking, I'm like 203 pounds of Wagyu beef. You know what I'm saying? In a Dickies coat. The fuck do you think happened? My man popped right off me. He's like 20. You know, he was rocking like some fucking skin tight jeans. And he had these fucking neon colored wayfarers, fucking sunglasses on. And he had like this hat and this sombrero. He had, he, he didn't have a shag. Some people around here are rocking shakes still. My man had a sombrero of greasy hair around his head. He looked like a fucking awesome blossom was right on top of his head, but spray painted black. My man looked crazy, he had the craziest greasy hair. He fucking slams right into me, bounces off, and then he, he's like, Bwah! and he gives me this crazy look like I'm supposed to say sorry. I didn't say shit. I just kept on skating. I was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Just body checked my man, dude. It was nuts, dude. Fucking that he's looking at me all crazy with his greasy sombrero of fucking hair with his awesome blossom hair staring at me like I'm going to apologize. Yo, it's called a skate park, not a scooter park. And watch where the fuck you're going, dude. These scooter kids get ripping off these banks because, like, you, you can have zero skill on these banks. And he was, this wasn't even a scooter kid. This was like a 20-year-old dude, man. With arms that look like fucking silly straws. What the fuck are you doing, dude? That's what I miss about Vancouver. You would never see a scooter pull up to the creek, man. You would never see the scooters pull up to fucking Emily Carr University. You would never see scooters chill out at the fucking plaza. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it, dude. I did feel kind of bad for him, dude, like slamming into me like that. I was fucking unfazed, man. I took this scooter kid right to the side of the shoulder like it was nothing. <laughs> he just fucking thudded into fucking 200 pounds of ground beef that somebody put in a Dickies jacket and pushed down the bank. <laughs> ah, hilarious, man. Fucking makes me laugh, dude.
Uh, what else is going on? It's, you know, Cinco de Mayo today. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I heard white people aren't supposed to celebrate it. But, you know, we celebrate fucking St. Patrick's Days. I'm not Irish. You know what I mean? Maybe I got a little Mexican squirt in there. Who fucking knows where I'm from, man? Uh, you know, but happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, yesterday was the fucking worst. Dude, yesterday is the fucking May the 4th. So people make that like a Star Wars day on Twitter. Which is fucked up. I hate Star Wars. Can't stand Star Wars. Star Wars is my least favorite. Like, I got a lot of fucking things I don't like on entertainment. You know, I don't like swords. I never got into the Vikings show because they were swinging around swords. I never got into a fucking Game of Thrones because there was dragons and there was swords. I never liked the Lord of the Rings because there was fucking swords and elves and dwarves and magical shit. I hate all that stuff. But you know what I hate even worse? I hate fucking space shows. I hate Star Trek. I hate Battlestar Galactica. I don't like fucking Doctor Who. I don't fucking fuck around with any of this shit. And Star Wars? Fuck Star Wars. My mom was a huge Star Wars fan. Is a huge Star Wars fan. The first three movies. I saw those first three movies like 103 fucking times, man. Can't stand them. Can't fucking stand those movies. Hate that alien shit. God, man, such fucking nerds running around with that shit, just like superheroes. But I think I hate Star Wars more, most, more than anything. I don't see why people fucking line up for fucking Star Wars. It's crazy, man. So, you know, yesterday, May the 4th, and then, you know, I'm talking to my daughter, my 13-year-old. Oh, how was school today? She's like, my teacher wore a fucking Star Wars helmet to class and wished everybody a May the 4th. And then my other daughter, she's in grade four at the same school, was like, yeah, I saw that lady. She came to our class and wished us a fucking may, may the fourth be with you or whatever the fuck. In a Star Wars helmet. It's like, what the fuck are they teaching at that school, dude? Some crazy lady running around in a Star Wars helmet wishing everybody May the fourth. What the fuck, dude? You know, if you want the kids to learn about culture... You want the kids to fucking get a little bit of pop culture in them? Why don't you fucking play them some Big L or some Mr. Green or some fucking Benefit or something? You know what I mean? Why don't you fucking show them Trailer Park Boys or fucking Portlandia or something? Don't be fucking telling them about fucking Star Wars, man. God. And then some kid in, in my 13-year-old's class was like, Oh, I'll bring in my lightsaber. <laughs> She's like, that kid's such a loser. <laughs> Fuck, no, don't, man. No fucking don't, dude. Craziness. I just don't see, like, why are you guys teaching these kids about, why are you even talking about Star Wars? You know, why don't you guys talk about Nitro Circus in there? Why don't you talk about Jim Gymkhana? You guys ever see Jim Gymkhana with Ken Block? Fuck, that shit is dope. Tell them about that. Don't tell them about fucking Star Wars, man. God. You imagine that shit? You know, you imagine how good school would be if, like, kids, like, learned about Wu-Tang and how good Prince was? You know what I mean? Shit like that would be dope. It'd be dope. But instead, we got these nerdy-ass teachers wearing fucking Star Wars helmets in the class. Nuts. All right, dude. Let's get serious for a second. You know, sometimes I play this beat... And I try to tell a joke. You know, I write down a joke. I play this beat and I try to work it out after. But this time around, we're going to move into something serious. 
We're going to try to have a fun, hilarious podcast here, but sometimes we've got to get real, man. And I was thinking about my homie, my man. I'm not going to mention his name on the podcast, but, uh, you know, this, this cat was dope, man. This cat was fucking real cool, dude. He had his ups, he had his downs. You know, sometimes he would get a little bit more down than your average motherfucker walking around on this earth, but nothing major, you know. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with, like, you know, he'd, he'd, the odd time he would do some heroin, and then he'd go on some boxing, then he'd get off some boxing and go on Kratom. <laughs> he would, for a while there, we would go down to the culture corner, uh, cannabis culture or whatever the fuck over on Hastings, East Hastings, and he'd get a big bag of Kratom, and he would keep Kratom in his sock with a spoon. And we were fucking bussing back, because of course we didn't have a car or nothing. We're bussing. We're bussing back, and he was like sitting up on the bus seat, and he rolls his fucking pant leg up, and he's got this bag of Kratom and a spoon in it. <laughs> and he's like, you got the crates? <laughs> so funny, man. The Kratom and shit, and the Suboxone. All to help him out get off this heroin and shit, but, you know, every couple of months he'd fall back into it. And what are you going to do? You know, that stuff will wreak havoc on your fucking dopamine system. Anyway, so this cat fucking has a relapse, goes into a bit of psychosis and fucks himself up. And he ends up getting, he, you know, he goes to the hospital and some psychiatrist, you know, because he's fucked up. You know, you're, it, it's a battle when you're going through addictions, man. You know, like you're you when you're go, when you're addicted to hard drugs, you're also more like more than likely dealing with like other mental health issues, depression, uh, manic depression, psychosis, fucking whatever. You know, you're doing drugs like hard drugs to like kind of self medicate, get you through the fucking day. Anyways, talks to psychiatrist. Psychiatrist diagnoses him with bipolar disorder. Okay. So, you know, he's happy, I guess. Finally figures out what's wrong. He's fucking stoked about it. And then he um, fucking, they give him a bunch of pills, put him on a regiment of all kinds of crazy pills. And this, like, you know, I'm not anti-medication. I'm not fucking anti-medication at all. You know what I mean? Um, like, I heard... Uh, I listened to a good psychology podcast and the guy was saying like the single greatest thing you can do for your mental health uh, if you're experiencing like some kind of disorder is medication. So that's good. But you got to be careful when you're fucking around with brain chemicals and shit. You got to fucking watch. You got to like keep your head on a swivel. You know what I mean? So my man was all fucked up in the game. They put him on this regimen of pills and he goes fucking south. Like, I moved away from Vancouver. I didn't fucking hear from him for a bit. You know what I mean? We lost kind of fucking touch a little bit. We'd talk here and there or whatever. Um, but he was fucked, man. He was fucked right up. Uh, and then, you know, he gets off the bipolar thing. Turns out they fucking misdiagnosed him. They fucked it up. They fucked him up in the game. You know, and that's just crazy. Like, it's just crazy to me. Like, I was just thinking, like, that must be fucked, man. You know, like one time back in like, you know, 2012, 2010, I was trying to quit smoking and Champex was a big thing. Everybody was taking Champex, which is like 
a mild, it, it's like a fucking based on like an antidepressant. I guess they were studying antidepressants and found out that they break habitual behavior. So I fucking go talk to my doctor about that. I'm like, yo, I want to get on the Champex. He ends up giving me Zoloft. Okay, that's fine. I'm a normal dude. I was like fucking, you know, in 2012, 2010, I was like, you know, 25 at the time. You know what I mean? I was like fucking, you know, well, I was younger than that. I was like 23, whatever. It doesn't matter how old I was. I was young, uh, normal, you know, probably a little ADD or something. I was in a special class because I was dyslexic in grade two. Kept on writing my numbers and letters backwards. We figured all that out, you know. What I'm saying is I'm not a picture of mental health, but I had no problems. So I start taking the Zoloft. And, like, you, you start taking Zoloft every day, and you pick a date two weeks in the future and be like, oh, I'm going to quit smoking. Okay, no problem. So I fucking start taking these pills, dude, and shit got fucking intense for me, man. I was dreaming all sorts of fucking dreams, um, I was really like, I don't know, dude, I was like fucking hyper-focused on things and shit, not hyper-focused, but like I would just over, I would start overthinking shit, you know, like I thought like, you know, I thought my wife was fucking against me, I thought my boss was fucked up, I was like, you know, started to think like the world was against me and shit. You know, I don't know, something got weird, like something went fucking sideways. I quit smoking, but I was all fucking weird. So then I stopped taking the Zoloft, started fucking smoking cigarettes again, and I was fine. Everything was fucking good in the hood. And that's just a small fraction. That's just Zoloft. Could you imagine going to the doctor and getting, like, misdiagnosed with, like, some kind of major brain disorder, like fucking bipolar disorder, and they start giving you pills to address that, and you're not even about that? Like, what, what that would do to you? God, man. It's crazy. It's craziness. You know, like my girl, she has, um, she thinks she has carpal tunnel. Okay, terrible. Uh, gets wrist pain. Okay. So she goes to a fucking chiropractor. And I told her, like, I heard on a fucking podcast that chiropractic is bullshit. Look into it. I haven't looked into it. I haven't Googled it. You guys are just hearing what I heard on a podcast. What I heard on a Rogan podcast is chiropractic is bullshit. So I heard that and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. I heard it was like a pseudoscience. But then my man, my homie, a different homie, not going to mention his name on the podcast. He went to the fucking chiropractor. He's got a young kid at home. You know, his wife had a couple of problems. Like, you know, she had some, she was going through some stuff, you know, so he had to be like a fucking tough guy at the time. I had to go to work and shit. He goes to the chiropractor with a little bit of back pain. They give him a crack and he's fucked. It fucked his back up. Like, he was fucked, dude. For, like, three months, my man could barely get out of a truck. You know what I mean? He was fucked up in the game. He's back at her now and shit like that. But I'm just saying, you got to be careful with shit. You got to fucking keep your head on a swivel with shit. Now, I understand, like, I'm not, like, again, I'm not anti-medicine. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys not to get vaccinated or whatever the fuck. I'm, I'm all for vaccinations. If people want to get... People want to get vaccinated so we can get back to normal and I can go to a club again and jump around in a fucking mosh pit or like go to a fucking live show again. Or if the taste of Saskatchewan comes back, that's a place like that's a festival we have 
where all these different restaurants get together on the river in some tents and serve up some good food. If we can get back to that, the vaccines are the way to go. Gangbusters, go get a vaccine. I'm not saying this is not related at all to the vaccine thing. I was just thinking, like, it must have been fucked up in the game for my man to go through, like, a misdiagnosis and a regiment of shitty pills. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what that would have done to your fucking brain, man. You know, that's crazy. It's crazy to me. We live in a weird, weird world. You know what I mean? We live in fucking strange times and shit. That's all I'm saying. It's interesting. It's interesting. Wow, things got a little serious there, man. You know, not to like... This podcast isn't medical advice. Obviously. You're hearing from a dude that like doesn't have one single high school credit. You know what I mean? I fucking... I took first semester grade 10 five times in three different schools. What do you want from me? <laughs> Don't take medical advice from the tiger. That's all I'm fucking saying. But, um, you know, what are you going to do? Let's bring in some fucking levity here, dude. Let's fucking brighten this podcast up with a little thing that I like to call... What's good? And what the fuck is good, man? Down, boom, 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 down. This is the What's Good Seggy for the Peanut Butter Tiger. Oh, yes. What's good this week? What's been going on, man? What's good? Um, first, what's good? You know, British television is fucking hilarious, dude. Monty Python was good. Uh, Black Adder, hilarious. But nothing is better than people just do nothing. Corrupt FM, dude. Honestly, like I saw that I saw that show on Netflix uh, right before I started the podcast. I was taking a bunch of acid, and I just thought, yo, that Corrupt FM, the pirate radio station where that dude's just like MC Grinder is doing the fucking jungle music, dude. Amazing. That show was glorious. It is a it is a never ending. Uh, inspiration for the peanut butter tiger corrupt fm was dope people just do nothing amazing show with child buddy g selling peanut dust to put on your fucking martini drinks dude oh if you haven't yet go check out people just do nothing on netflix keeping with the fucking netflix theme dude see spearcy have you seen that one yet that documentary on netflix dude i watched that a week ago and it changed my fucking life, dude. I'm never fucking eating fish again. No more fucking sushi. No more fucking shrimps. None of that shit, dude. It's crazy. The shit that they're talking about in Seaspiracy will blow your fucking mind. So that's the what's good this week. Fucking check out People Just Do Nothing for a great laugh. That is an amazing show. That is a fucking top to bottom amazing show. People just do nothing. Corrupt FM. Chabari G. MC Grinder. Amazing. And then also, Seaspiracy. Just to fucking blow your mind, dude. And that's what's good. There's the what's goods. There you go. Now you know what's good. Oh, I love that what's good saggy, dude. That beat just fires me up. Makes me fucking, like, start shadow boxing. You know what I mean? Instantly, I just hear that beat, and it's just like I feel like I'm in a fucking 1980s montage 
wearing a headband and a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off. That's bright fucking orange. And I'm just punching, <laughs> shadow boxing. <laughs> Hilarious. Now let's bring in another dope beat. This is the fucking wanderings beat, dude. You know what's going on, man. Of course we've had some wanderances. Of course we have some wonders. And whenever we wonder these things, we don't use Google. I don't fucking Google anything anymore. I only use Google for like, what do I use Google for? Uh, finding the nearest skate park to me. And also checking up like, you know, Googling about like cryptocurrencies and shit. That's what I'm using Google for right now. Never do I fucking Google a wonder. So the first wonder, um, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit going on with this COVID. You know, it's affected a lot of things. I've still gone to work every fucking day, which is great. But dude, there was like a little outbreak at the supplier and I've had to haul all this fucking drywall now because they don't have any delivery guys. And I'm fucking hauling drywall. I'm hauling like 30 sheets of fucking 5'8 drywall. It's crazy. Sometimes 12 foot, sometimes 8 foot. Sometimes it's half inch and I'm happy. Um, but it's a motherfucker, dude. They sell these big like one sheet, one 12 foot sheet of 5'8 drywall is 100 pounds. Okay? 12 feet long. And then they fucking put them in packs of two. So you have to fucking either be conscious and rip all the tabs off. Or you're fucking around with it trying to rip the fucking tabs. And then trying to take one sheet at a time. It's a motherfucker. And what are you going to do? Take two sheets? That's 200 pounds one dude hauling that shit. No thank you. I like my back. You know what I mean? I like my hips to be fucking normal. But it's crazy. Why do they even fucking do that anyways? Why do they sell drywall in packs of twos? What's the purpose of that? I don't fucking understand. What is the purpose of selling drywall two sheets at a time? You understand me? You don't buy plywood like that. You don't buy fucking MDF like that. You don't buy any other building material like that. But you buy drywall, which is heavy as a motherfucker. Every time I'm hauling drywall, I just think to myself, I wish I would have gone to school. Astronauts don't have to fucking deal with this shit. Doctors don't ever have to haul... 1,300 pounds of drywall out they fucking truck single-handedly, 100 pounds at a time. <laughs> Why the fuck do they sell it at two at a time? Answer me that. I don't know. Um, my next wonder, it's is kind of a stupid one. Um, why do they say to be frank? You know, I was listening to a fucking pod. I was listening to uh, some talk radio, News Talk 650 in Saskatchewan here. And this dude's like, to be frank. And I was thinking, who the fuck is Frank? Just some blunt, gruff motherfucker who always told you what's up? <laughs> Why do they say to be frank? You know what I mean? Is there like some super cunt out there named Frank that would just like never let you get away with any kind of bullshit or any kind of anything and would just always tell the truth, no matter how brutal or honest? Got divorced like 15 times. Because every time his old lady asked him, does this make me look fat? He would be like, yes. <laughs> Just makes you wonder, who the fuck is Frank? <laughs> uh, that's the wonders, dude. That's why we got the fucking wonders on the podcast, man. Hilarious.
And now, friends, we have Twitter trends. Of course, still rocking the intern beats. No Wi-Fi yet. Fuck you gonna do, dude? Bring in the fucking Carmen San Diego spy music. This sounds like the shit that Jason Bourne busted through a window to. You know what I mean? You just hear somebody say, take the shot. And then this beat starts playing. <laughs> what is going on in the world today? What's going on in the world today? Well, we're gonna find out in a very painted, buttery kind of way. Exactly what the fuck is going on in the world today? With Twitter trends. Fucking Twitter trends. Um, just want to shout out my man, the mighty young Steve Jensen, of course. Always sending in great Tiger Mail. We got all of his great beats and all the interludes he sent in. We got those on lock. We just don't have access to them. So we're playing the interim beats for now. But if you want to check out Steve Jensen, hear his very wonderful music. You know what? We're going to actually play uh, a little thing he sent me. I'll, I'll tag it on the end of the podcast you can just hear the talent from this guy he's fucking amazing man the mighty young steve jensen you can find him steve jensen he's got wonderful t-shirts that are soft high quality great t-shirts he's got stickers he's got his albums give me the goods and steve jensen he's got those on vinyl as well you should be checking out the vinyl he'll give you a great deal on the vinyl dude it's a fucking amazing deal on the vinyl um, you can hit him up, Steve Jensen Music at hotmail.com. He'll give you 30% off if you mention the tiger. Just check him out. You can hear his music on Spotify. My man's got over 240,000 streams on Spotify. That's a that's quarter mil. My man's sitting on a quarter million streams. That's ghetto gold he's got. Gangbusters, dude. That's awesome. Um, you can find him on YouTube, Steve Jensen, see the man behind the music, just an all-around wonderful character. Love the Steve Jensen over here at the Peanut Butter Tiger. Peanut Butter Tiger, of course, we're all over social media. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, just peep the Peanut Butter Tiger Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram, at Peanut Butter Tiger. Find me on Twitter, Peanut Butter Tiger, or email me at eastbandan88 at outlook.com. You know, you can hit me up, let me know what's good, let me know wonders, um, hit me up with some tiger mail. We've had people send in stories about shitting themselves. Wonderful. Love that shit, dude. Love that. And that's what's up. That's what we're going to read before the Twitter trends. Uh, let's dive right into this. Uh, a, Twitter is a fucking crazy place, dude. Twitter is a fucking crazy place. And when I check the, the trends... There was this thing trending not for men. So I was like, oh, what's that? That's kind of weird. So I check it out. And some dude, this is fucking insane. Uh, at Mike Oximal's Guns and Ammo, they post up on Facebook. They go, we are now selling homemade uh, hashtag Trump toys, quote unquote toys for that special lady, for that special lady in your life. Uh, not for men. Uh, hashtag Trump 2024, Trump 2025, Trump 2037, Trump is my president, Trump 
2024 to save America, all this shit. And then you look at the toys they're selling and it's a fucking dildo with Trump's head on it. And it doesn't look like a joke. That's insane. These people have lost their goddamn minds. I just, it's crazy to me that I live in the same time period as a dildo with a president's head on it. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? That's insane. That's absolutely insane. My goodness. You know what I mean? My fucking goodness. A Trump dildo. Seen it all. Truly have seen it all. Um, Up next here, John Mulaney has announced his first set of comedy shows since checking out a rehab. That's great, dude. John Mulaney is hilarious. Um, That guy has a funny episode of comedians and car getting... Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Uh, he was hilarious on the Kroll show. He was uh, a part of the... He was like the the Too Much Tuna guys. He was one of them. Fucking hilarious. That guy's awesome. I think he was also like an SNL and shit. He's a fucking funny guy. And, um, you know, I was, I was happy when I saw that he was checking into rehab. But I was sad that he was like a cocaine addict. You know, it happens. It happens, man. What the fuck are you going to do, right? And it's good to see him back. That's wonderful. Just goes to show, like, sometimes rehab is the best. You know what I mean? I've been to rehab. I went to fucking rehab. I was in a recovery for close to 60 days, dude. Trying to kick a fucking meth habit, man. It's crazy. Sometimes you just got to fucking press the reset button. So good for John Mulaney, dude. That's fucking awesome. Uh, Peloton was trending. Uh, Peloton is that that treadmill and bicycle thing everybody was getting into, and there's a huge recall going on. Uh, Peloton is recalling its treadmills after one child died and 29 other children suffered from cuts, broken bones, and other injuries from being pulled under the rear of the treadmill. Holy shit, man. That would be a terrible way to go. Could you imagine getting sucked under a fucking treadmill and getting murked? Murked by fitness equipment? God, dude. Kind of makes you wonder. I guess I should have saved... I should have tacked this on the wonderances, but I wonder how many people have gotten murked by gym equipment. Squishing their heads, doing weights and shit. Or getting sucked into treadmills. That's rank. So if you got a fucking Peloton, just know it's a child murdering device and they're calling that shit. <laughs> um, as I was saying before, it's Cinco de Mayo... Happy Cinco de Mayo. I never knew what Cinco de Mayo was about, you know. Um, But turns out uh, today is not just about Mexican food and drink, but it's a day to celebrate. In 1862, the Mexican army defeated the French at the Battle of Puebla Puebla? during the Franco-Mexican War. Take your celebrations to the next level and learn some Mexican history. Hashtag Cinco de Mayo. So there you go. That's kind of interesting. You know, I wouldn't mind reading up on that. That's cool, man. It's always like, you always like to hear the stories about like, you know, colonizers colonizers getting fucked up by the, you know, natives of that place. You know what I mean? And that's good. Good for Mexico. Kicking ass. You know, I know it's a very festive holiday. People like, people don't really celebrate it in Saskatoon. You know what I mean? But it's kind of a big deal. Like when I was living in Vancouver, I knew people who were like, oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. is a bit of a bigger deal. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's good. That's killer. Um, okay. This is amazing, dude. This next story is amazing. So the Bidens uh, got a picture with Jimmy Carter. 
with the Carters. They're in a living room with these guys. And the photo is crazy. First off, I don't know who the fucking Carters are. Maybe I'm sounding uh, ignorant. But when I saw the Carters trending, I thought they were talking about Coach Carter. (laughs) I have no idea who these fucking people are. Jimmy Carter. But um, the photograph is them. The Biden's in a living room. And it looks fake. It looks like like the fucking Carters are ventriloquist dummies. They're tiny compared to the Bidens. They're fucking tiny. Like, the Bidens look like they're towering over these old motherfuckers. And all their furniture looks tiny, too. It looks crazy. The photo looks fake. It's nuts. You know, Biden looks like... These guys look two-thirds bigger than them. They look fucking, like, at least twice their size, man. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy, this picture. So Yahoo News goes, the likely explanation is the photographer used a strong flash and wide-angle lens to capture the group in tight space, in a tight space, and created an optical illusion in the process. It's crazy. The photo looks crazy. Just look it up. Look up fucking Bidens and Carters, and you'll laugh. Looks like puppets. Looks like they're in a fucking miniature wax museum. It's nutty. Um... I follow this dude, Mark Norman, on Twitter. He's hilarious. He always fucking posts funny things. And he just posted this thing. It says the caption is mass shooting. And it's a baptism where the mom is just holding up the baby. And the priest is six feet away holding a pink water gun, wearing a mask. And he's shooting the baby with the water gun full of holy water, I'm assuming. And it looks ridiculous. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Just look it up. It's fucking crazy, dude. Um, The Iron Sheik, always the best. Always the fucking best, dude. The Iron Sheik is hilarious. Love that cat. Um, He was funny when he was on Kenny vs. Spenny. I never saw him as a wrestler. Uh, I'm not that fucking nerdy. But um, he just has the one of the funniest Twitters. And he tweets in all caps on May the 4th. He goes, May the 4th, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I completely agree, Sheik. I fucking completely agree, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Um, And he also tweeted out, uh, if you still say in a nutshell, you can go fuck yourself forever. Um, That's hilarious. And then lastly here, uh, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates get a divorce. Uh, Melinda Gates, 56, files for divorce from Bill, 65, claiming the marriage is irretrievably broken and there is no prenup. Uh, the daughter, Jennifer, says that the $130 billion split is a challenging time for the family. Fuck, I bet it's challenging for old Bill there, thinking about how much he's going to have to pay in child support and fucking alimony, dude. $130 billion. Say peace out to like a hundred of that, man. I guess still, like when you're when you're up into that like astronomical levels of wealth, you probably don't give two shits. Honestly, what's the difference between fucking 130 billion and 30 billion? Or one billion even? Who even fucking needs one billion? You know what I mean? Not saying like, oh, take the millionaire's monies away or the billionaire's monies away. Good job. You guys earned it. You guys are incredible wealth generators. That's awesome. But if I had $130 billion and I got a divorce and, and my fucking ex-wife took even 
left me with one billion, which would never happen. But say I got left with one billion, I would still be happy. I wouldn't give a fuck. One billion? Psh, see me chilling. Nice old Cadillac, fat blunts. I'd go back to smoking joints. It'd be awesome. That's probably a problem I never got to worry about, though. Going through a fucking $130 billion divorce. You know what I mean? Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, and that, friends, that ends Twitter trends. All right, dude, this episode, we actually got some tiger mail. Let's bring in the interim fucking tiger mail beat and get into it, dude. Love getting tiger mail at the fucking podcast, man. You know, anytime you guys send anything in, I'm going to read it. I'm going to fucking read stories about almost shitting yourself, getting caught, taking a dump in a stairway. Or if you got some funny wanderances, or if you know what's good. Or if you got some good dad jokes. You know, I've been trying to tell some good, clean humor on the podcast here. You know what I mean? Because I need some fucking... I need some good dad jokes to tell my kids. And the mighty young Steve Jensen, he fucking, he provided it. Um, I actually heard a pretty good joke. This uh, grandson goes to his cheap granddad. He goes, hey, granddad, can I have $50? And the granddad goes, $40? What do you need $30 for? <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty good. Um... But this is from Steve. Here's some good jokes. Tiger mail from Steve. He goes, yesterday's Tom Sawyer. He gets sly on you. As a Huckleberry Finn, he steals pie from you. <laughs> little twist on the Rush song. Um, you, I bet I can stay underwater longer than you can. Me, oh yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Um... Everything I know about soda pop, I learned in phys ed. <laughs> these are great, man. I don't care if you guys like it or not. I fucking tell these to my kids and they laugh. Especially the nine-year-old. Love these jokes. Um, next up, before Frank H. Rose invented the fly swatter, everybody thought he couldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> Time flies when you're throwing your alarm, alarm clock across the room. It's a good one. Me. Hey, aren't you the lawyer who's defending that domin dominatrix in that big trial? Lawyer. Yes, I am. Me. So do you think she'll win? Lawyer. Can't talk about it. Gig order in effect. <laughs> uh, then lastly, when Charles Feltman opened up the first hot dog stand at Coney Island in, 19 in 1870, he instantly became the bread wiener of the family. <laughs> Those are hilarious, good, clean jokes that you could tell your kids. You know, I wouldn't suggest ever letting your kids listen to this podcast. You know, it turns my hair fucking gray to think if my daughter ever fucking listens to this podcast. You know what I mean? Especially the early episodes when I was all high on acid and shit. Nobody fucking wants to hear that shit. But if you wanted to play them the tiger mail, I guess except for the part that I talked about dropping LSD, except for that part... I would say you could play that little section of the fucking podcast if you want. If you got the youngins, you can uncover their ears for that part. No, for real though. Thanks, Steve Schultz, old man. Glad to hear you're still good. Hilarious fucking jokes, man. Love that shit. And everybody else out there, send in some Tiger Mail if you want, man. It's fucking great.
You can hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can download the Anchor app and send me a voice message. We'll play all that shit on the Peanut Butter Tiger. That's what we're about, man. It's a podcast for the people. You know what I mean? And that, friends, was Tiger Mail. And that pretty much does it for today's episode, dude. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the good jokes, the serious talk, and all that shit, man. Um, We'll be back with another episode on Sunday. I don't know. I really feel like the pink shirt elevated this episode. You know what I mean? I feel a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more classy. You know what I mean? Uh, Not much to do now, but press play on a dope beat. Tell you guys I'm thinking about you. Hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups, taking your vitamins, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, telling people you love them because that's what the fuck is rad, dude. If you want your music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger cast, you got questions or wanderances, or if you know what's good, you can get to me at Peanut Butter Tiger on Instagram, Peanut Butter Tiger on Facebook, Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter, EastFanDan88 at Outlook.com. All that shit, dude. Everybody have a good one, eh? And check out my man Steve Jensen right next with a dope little solo from my favorite waitress. Everybody have a good one, eh? Say bird up. Bird up. Mm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. <laughs>